So for context, last year I was working at Mural. Um, so around March of last year, there was a reorganization where my team was previously on marketing and we were brought into the product organization. The thought being, well, the website is a tool for bringing people into our product, so they should be a part of the, the product growth organization. Don't agree with that decision. Don't put your marketing people in product. It didn't work, but it's what happened. And when they made that switch, the idea was that I would be doing 50% web flow, 50% product. You can't do 50% of two jobs, right? And so ultimately I was given this decision, well, do you want to continue to work in Webflow or do you want to be a product designer? Which for those of you who aren't aware is a completely different career with different work day to day and a different background is required of you. At the time... I was kind of excited by the idea of doing something different. My philosophy has always been, if I can learn something new and grow in my career, that that's something that I should pursue. So I decided to try my hand at product design. And it's kind of a complicated thing to list as a failure because I really enjoyed my time working in product. And I, I learned a lot. And I surrounded myself with a lot of very smart people who I, I have a ton of respect for. The reason I listed this as a fail, though, is because it was made very clear to me once I was laid off that I didn't have enough experience as a product designer outside of Mural to do that kind of work full time. And despite repositioning myself as a product designer, new resume, massive changes to the website, number of case studies focused specifically on product design, I wasn't even able to get my foot in the door. So it's it's a really tough thing to admit that you made a wrong decision. And I don't think that it was an entirely wrong choice. But at the end of the day, the amount of time that I spent not working in Webflow and not, you know, continuing to build Webflow portfolio pieces really did set me back. And once I decided, okay, well, product, I'm not going to be able to secure something for myself in this vein. I need to read pivot back, it was made abundantly clear to me how much of the desire there is for the kind of work we do in the Webflow community and how valuable it is to organizations. I mean, it was like I was getting zero offers, getting zero interviews, and all of a sudden everyone was like, oh, you're doing Webflow. Please come. Please. And that, that was a wake-up call for me. And so TLDR, right? If you're considering making a career change if you're freelancing and you, and you want to join an org doing design work or if you are working for an organization doing workflow and they offer you this this opportunity to to maybe do something different what i would say to my past self is take a beat and really think about how this is going to affect your one five and ten year plan because if you get laid off after a year you're really going to struggle to continue that five or ten year plan, and 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 so I I I do I do regret the the shift. I don't regret the work or the learnings, but I do list it as a fail because it set me back. Interesting. Okay, wait. Backtrack. So you said at the start of this fail that you choose career decisions depending on how much you can learn and grow as someone in the design space. 
did the product stuff that you learned during that year not lend itself to anything that you're doing now? When you say it set you back, how did not doing Webflow for a year and doing product for a year kind of set you back in that sense? Yeah. So, you know, I liken it to learning how to ride a bike. You know, you don't just start going 60 miles an hour or however fast a bike goes. Probably not 60 miles an hour. How fast are you pedaling? (laughs) That's a very fast bicycle. But, you know, to say like, okay, I was already an adult person riding an adult bike going very fast as a workflow designer. I stopped doing that to pick up this new skill. And yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a ton, but I was basically starting from infancy in this to this job. And so um, not only was I not qualified probably to do the job, which was should have been a very red flag for me towards the beginning. I thought, oh, how hard could it be? Product design. That's basically UX design. False. But the learn the the things that I learned and the growth that I achieved in that role is is like taking first steps as opposed to you know the 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 more mature senior type of learnings that I was kind of hoping for and so while I did learn a lot about how product design works and how those organizations are structured and how things go from 0 to 60 that learning is only like partially relevant to the work that I do day-to-day for companies like Mural or like Jasper in the capacity of a webflow designer. So that's sort of the, the, the differentiation there for me, Jack. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that's really helpful. I just wondered if, um, you know, the product design stuff, obviously, you know, Jasper, I, I imagine it has quite a big product team that you're you're involved with. Uh, and I just wondered, you know, maybe there was there's more overlap than it sounds like there actually is in reality, but it sounds like your day-to-day actually isn't very involved with the product side of Jasper at all. We we interface, and it's the same way it was at Mural as well. I mean, there's certainly things that you need to interface with people on product. If you work in a large organization like Mural yeah, or like Jasper, yeah. you need maybe the latest screens before they are built. Or you need to know what's coming down the roadmap in order to plan for those product launches. But I think that there is a reason why those two fields are more divorced than people might think that they should be. And that's because they're two very different jobs and they require a hundred percent of work. You can't, you can't do both simultaneously. And so, you know, I, I did learn a lot about product, but the setback with regards to my career, that's a year of not being a professional webflow designer. With regards to my career and that time sink into committing to product design, I do regret. Hmm. Interesting. And then you, when you said, then you said, I became a Webflower again, pivoted back to Webflow. And then you were offered jobs left, right and center. For anyone that's like, Josh, where the hell are these job offers coming in from? How did you pivot back did you publicly say on twitter or you know email your network and say hey i'm really focusing on webflow what does pivoting back so that people actually offer you jobs look like perhaps i wasn't clear when i said this initially i've been getting webflow job offers the whole time they were they were still coming in 
And I was still talking to people about them, but the focus from my end was on product. Initially, if someone reached out to me with regards to a job doing Webflow design, I was telling them, thank you for this interest. I'm shifting my focus. And who knows where I might have ended up had I not changed or pivoted or if I had decided when I was let go to continue to pursue Webflow work. I, you know, there were a ton of different organizations that, that did reach out to me and that I, I, I declined. And so it wasn't a purposeful switch. There was a breaking point after having 10, 15, 20, however many interviews for product design and then not, those not manifesting where I made that decision to say, okay, I just wondered if that was a kind of, you were like, right, I'm going to you know, reading my portfolio and post on LinkedIn and da da da. But actually it was it was kind of like that was you were already getting inbound requests previously. And so for anyone to who's listening to this that's like, okay, Josh, cool, you're getting loads of inbound requests. Is that just because of, you know, the the reputation that you've built up over years and years and you've worked with so many different people, now you're getting referrals or uh, do you have any advice about getting clients uh, for people that are maybe a little bit earlier in their career? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think the reason I was getting all of those referrals, and most of them were referrals, some were people who had just found me from SEO or on the Webflow Experts channel. But to those of you who are just starting out or to those of you who are looking for a career in Webflow, um, I would say represent yourself on as many channels as possible. You know, I am very vocal on Twitter or X, if you will, in the Webflow community there on the Facebook group. I have a Webflow Experts profile. I have my portfolio. I I think actually the place where I get the most recognition from is the Webflow Showcase, which a lot of people don't think about as a, as a source of potential clients or income. But I made a couple clonables at the start of my career that have just shot up in clones over time. And so people people will see those and say, oh, this is cool. This guy knows what he's doing. Reach out to me for work. And I put my portfolio link on there and stuff uh, so that it's easier for people to reach out to me. So just get your work out there. Do a little extracurricular activity. The Webflow Showcase is not something to sleep on, even though it's, you know, it's a little bit buried these days now with all the made in Webflow stuff that they're doing. And uh, yeah, that would be my, my advice. And the, you know, if you build it, they will come. Awesome. Awesome advice there. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, over years you have got the know-how to get clients, but just being in the space and being active and, and I kind of hate the phrase like showing up, but I think that there's something to be said for just being consistently providing value in digital spaces, but also just with clients that you work with individually and, and referrals will come. And I love this advice about the showcase as well. I haven't heard that. I don't think anyone on the Webflow podcast has said that yet. So that's really, really interesting feedback. Webflow Experts program, a lot of people have talked about how powerful that is. So getting into that program does sound like a really powerful lead generation stream. 